Right, welcome everyone to another episode of the Love Island Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. Delighted to be here and delighted to have you back. Can you confirm or deny that you were actually on standby for the villa? I was, Dave, and I was going to be heavily involved with Curtis's recoupling. Oh, I thought you were just unclogging the toilets. <laughs> <laughs> I probably got the looks of a plumber, Dave, not the model anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right actually but yeah i i apologize there was things going on i just couldn't make it and thanks to asa standing in valiantly for me i've got to say he wasn't as funny as me dave but you know thanks asa <laughs> anyway <laughs> <laughs> oh though so i mean presumably though you caught up and everything and then of course we've had tonight's shenanigans as well oh yeah what I basically said is I'd gone on a works do. We're in London, traveling back to Manchester. I'm on the minibus. My earphones were terrible. I'm pushing them into my ears watching the episode from yesterday. And then tonight's episode, obviously, I've gone come straight back in. And oh, I know it sounds ridiculous. I mean, even talking and saying it, like, I was so gutted I missed it, Dave. You know, it was like, I was traveling <laughs> on the underground thinking, come on, get back to our hotels in Brentford. <laughs> Even then I put about 20 minutes on and I couldn't last. I was like, right, I'll watch it tomorrow. So it was it was just so good. It was good. And and I think there's a couple of things you and Asa picked up on were really good. And, and I think you bang on the money, to be fair. But, but tonight's episode, again, I mean, poor Amy. She put it on the line, didn't she, the other night when you and Asa discussed it. And I, I don't, I don't think what Curtis did was any worse. It, it was over. That was it. And, and she was willing to give him that goal. We'd said that, didn't we? And I just think now, just move on. It's finished. It, uh, he's a very, very strange lad, to be honest, because the stuff he thinks are going on in the villa and how he feels is not what we're seeing because I cannot see why he just threw all that away at all. But... The fact that she's, and I did joke about this a couple of episodes ago, the fact that she's talking about in four weeks them getting a mortgage and things like that, I think he, he, it's just for the best for both of them, shall we say, that they're not together because he's, he's made some stupid mistakes and, he, and he's getting the shit that he quite rightly deserves. He does. And I, I've got to say, I mean, we've given uh, a bit of stick and thrown a bit Amy's way and, and I don't think a lot of it's unjustified, but, you know, it's you're getting to the point now where you're just like, look, can someone just step in? I mean, I'd deliberated. I was wondering to myself, so, you know, and this was the day after I'd recorded, you know, Acer and I had recorded right after the show on Wednesday. And I was wondering to myself, I was thinking, has Curtis actually done something good there? Because he never actually broke it off. Even though he said to Tommy he did, he didn't. So he just said that he can't promise he won't do that again. And so Amy was the one who had to say, right, so that's that then. And I was thinking to myself, I wonder if that's a bit of a genius move because he's actually given Amy the power to break it off. So it does kind of empower her. If you stand and look at it from a particular angle and squint a bit, I I think 90% of me just thinks he was a fucking weasel and just didn't have the balls to just come out there, spit it out and break it off. But 10% of me was thinking, maybe he's done this kind of magnanimous thing. But then when tonight, Amy's just 
talked about giving him a second chance. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, someone have a word with her, you know, or I'd said, look, she's a grown up. She should stay in the villa and she should try and couple up with someone else. But in that, you know, few seconds where she's asking that, I'm just thinking, fuck's sake, producers, just someone just come in. This this has gone too far now. This is beyond entertainment and any kind of social experiment. This is a broken person. And, and she's got a lot of issues that she needs to sort out herself. But I, I don't think it's funny anymore. No, it's not. And I, and I think, to be honest, though, Dave, one thing that she's struggling with, or I'm struggling with, with Amy, is I don't think really she's much of a nice person, to be honest. I mean, she bumbles around the villa. She gets all the girls, you know, to sort of justify what she's going to do. I know I wasn't on the episode, but fuck me, if someone's coming to me with it written down on a phone, I don't know whether you agree or disagree, I'm basically looking at that going... Just fuck off. I, I, I just, for me, if someone's going to have a pop at me, and I do understand sometimes when you have a Barney and that, you don't express yourself correctly. But I, I, I was just like, no, this is not a world we're living in where you're writing down a text sort of notebook thing. And, and I don't know if you heard. I mean, I was okay with that. And especially given that she'd gone into that first conversation, she'd bottled up, she, she wanted to say a load of things, but didn't have them, have them organized in her head. So it was only when she went back to Curtis the second time that she actually, you know, gave him what for and got some things off her chest. But so, so I was okay with that. What I'm not okay with someone sitting down, like, you know, they've been rejected at a job interview and asking for constructive criticism. Yes, yes. Oh, Dave, fuck me. <laughs> is, I mean, that was terrible. terrible. You're opening yourself up for personal criticism, and not only personal criticism. If it was, say, me and you, or me and someone else, and it's just you two together, and it's like, can I just ask you what I did wrong? You're saying it in front of a fucking audience of millions, a social media snowball that will just grow and grow and grow. There'll be memes, GIFs thrown out there taking the piss and I was thinking no I was cringing Dave like no dog, you haven't asked that because Curtis was, even Curtis to be fair was going I, I don't I don't think I should be saying that really Amy uh, are you sure and then he just jumped <laughs> it's like Dave shit that one <laughs> but I had to throw it in there <laughs> I mean, it's more Jordan again but yeah, 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 right. I, I, I still it entertains me yeah it's, it's, <laughs> I've been practicing not many but many good while I've been away but but he, he throws it out there and even he did advise and say no and then eventually he just said look you're just too needy you need too much reassurance and that and coming from him who's been the you know the matriarch of the whole villa I think I just call bullshit on him as well. As much as I don't like Amy, I don't like him at all. And I think they just need to separate and just go. And leading on to that, Dave, what the holy fuck is Maura doing? Oh, Jesus Christ. I thought it was a wind-up. So on Wednesday, when they had, you know, tomorrow on Love Island, and I'm like, you can see Maura going on about Kurt. I'm like, oh, this has got to be some sort of wind up this. And I did tweet out. I said, is Maura fucking Dory or something? The way <laughs> she flips about, like she's got a three second memory and she flits about from person to person. What the fuck? And I guess Asa had a point that he, he said, like, you know, maybe the other girls in the villa, including Maura, actually looks at that Amy Curtis relationship and thinks, you know what, I think Curtis has got a bit of a point. Like, to your point, that she's not that nice a person. I, I think 
she's just she's just got a lot of self-importance and she's got a bit of entitlement hasn't she I, I think she's not a terrible person she's just got a lot of things to to iron out that you know insecurities about herself I think that manifest themselves in negative behavior towards other people but yeah what can what can you say it's just fucking bizarre. And, and more, uh, like you just said, more, more is just strange. There. I mean, I have a, a running joke. I'd say try before you buy. Fucking hell. I mean, we get a preview for Sunday's episode and she's dancing with Curtis. Now, I said ages ago, like it must be seven days ago, at least maybe 10, 10 episodes ago. Whatever. There's no such thing as fucking girl code or guy code. But surely she, she called Curtis out straight away, didn't she? She said to Amy the other night, like, that is it. It's fucking over. Are you for real, girl? You know, and all this. And then she does that. For me, that is an utter see you next Tuesday trick. I'm sorry. It's absolute fucking disgraceful. It's not good, is it? I mean, especially as I'm sure on one of Amy's lists was you don't teach me to dance or something like that. I mean, fuck me. Could you... (laughs) Could you do anything worse? I mean, we've agreed, you know, Michael's behavior has been pretty poor to make, you know, to understate it. But surely fucking flaunting that, you know, is is just terrible. And of course, you know, do you remember? I think someone on Twitter pointed it out that when Maura first came into the villa, I can't remember who the conversation was with. It was probably Tommy because he's always sort of taking Tommy for a chat. But he'd said that, he'd email uh, or message Mora on Instagram and she'd never responded. And he was like, no, no, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Just, <laughs> but that's what happened. So, yeah. I mean, the fact, uh, the fact that she hasn't responded, I bet, look, girls like Mora, I bet they get about a hundred messages a day from random blokes on Instagram. You know what I mean? So it's not that I can't read anything into the fact that she didn't respond. But there's obviously a, a physical attraction there. So I, I don't know. I can see they could couple up until old Maury gets, a, you know, gets an eye for someone else. And then she dumps Curtis and gets bored with what Curtis has to say. But yeah, just uh, I did not see that one coming. No, I didn't. And I was going to mention what you've just said as well. So <sighs> fucking great. But Dave, let's be honest, I don't want... Amy having some sort of breakdown or being absolutely torn strips off, you know, totally character assassinated on the show. But it's going to be great to fucking watch, isn't it? It, it really is. Oh, I, I don't I, know. It's, <laughs> no, just for the, for, the, for the fact that you're thinking, well, more, uh, not from Amy's point of view, you know, I do actually sympathise with her as much as I don't like her, but I, I'm thinking, fuck me, more. How are you going to justify that to all the girls, to all the lads, what you're doing? There's no justification, but it's fucking great TV day. Absolutely <laughs> great TV. So I'm, I'm with you on all the drama and stuff, and that was this whole experiment, and you've, you've got me bought into it all. But for me, there's a line, and that, that is beyond the line. And, and as much as I don't like some of Amy's negative behaviours, you know what I'd quite like? If some bloke now came into the villa made a beeline for Amy and just fucking went for it, you know, (laughs) right under Curtis's nose because, you know, I I just, I can't stand Curtis now. You know, the way, and he was put in an awkward position. It's like, you know, give me your constructive criticism. That is a question that no good can ever come of, especially not right now, maybe in six months, maybe. 
But you don't fucking ask that if you don't want to know the answer. So, but it, it was clear he was never into her at all. It was no. just purely all a game plan. And he's gritted his teeth. And the fact that he said to Maura in the, in the morning there while he's getting the coffees in, you know, I feel like there's a weight lifted off my shoulders. It just proves he's just been biting his lip all this time and putting up with their shit. And that's not right anyway. For, for, no. Forget that you're on the show. Is he that fucking desperate to get his fucking tap dancing shoes on on Strictly that he's going to act like an absolute prick? And then he decides what he should have done was stuck to his guns, saw out the whole show, whether it's right, morally or not. I, 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 it isn't right, but for the, you know, for the purposes of the show, get his okay deal, him and Amy, right off into the sunset, 500 grand in each other's pockets. He gets Strictly, she gets on Loose Women, everyone's a fucking winner. But all that's going to happen now is he's going to end up on some fucking low-budget sort of reality show on Living or fucking some other dodgy that challenge <laughs> TV. You just play the game and, he, and he's, he, he decides to get a prick of conscience while he's still in the show with all these cameras and everything. So I call, he's a cock, Dave, and he's going to get exactly what he deserves. So, yeah, just strange. Now, Dave, let's talk about the weirdest... I think there was a part of this episode was just fucking bizarre and so strange. The Anna-Jordan date and the Amber and Ovi date. Now... It was ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. And Sam actually p- uh, pushed out to me and said, I didn't see this, so I want you to sort of agree, whether you agree or whether you even spot it. I did not see it. It's something I need to go back and watch. That when Ovi was talking to Amber, it, she said it looked like he was reading something off the table, like it was a script. And I don't know if you oh. I didn't see that. So I, I, when I watched it the first time, I didn't. And she's watched it and said, I'm pretty sure because I watched it in another room to her. So, so she said like, I'm sure he's reading off a script. <laughs> so let me get this straight. You were watching in different rooms. Are, are you in the Curtis doghouse? <laughs> <laughs> That's for constructive criticism, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Better get you over to men's aid then, I guess, and uh, clear up that black eye you've got. Dave, she can- <laughs> I mean, don't worry about that, Dave. I might be six foot two, but she's five foot four. And she'll never be so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I have to say, I think Ovi, if he was reading off a script, well, that might explain it because a lot more of his personality seemed to come across in this one. He seemed like and a I, nice bloke. Yeah, he, he seemed like a top bloke, I see. But I had wondered when Michael was on his was on one <laughs> and Amber went across and she was on the bed with Anna and Ovi. Ovi was offering some reassuring words, which I was just like, well, you shouldn't be getting involved. You know, you've just arrived there, but he seemed to get really quite close to Amber. And it, it did make me think, I thought, well, I wonder if there's something there. And actually in that dinner date, you know, it, it did seem to be a bit of chemistry there. They did, to be honest. But the only thing was a bit strange was obviously she really still likes Michael. They'd had a clear the air moment, hadn't they? And that come from nowhere, though, didn't it? Then you know we'd had all this thing where he'd been prodding and pricking at her. Well, I thought he'd been pricking at her, Dave. We didn't see that on the the, the under. <laughs> <laughs> he's been prodding Amber from under the table. <laughs> well, maybe he's got a cricket bat. It's not over. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going I'm to keep milking that joke, but uh, yeah. but. but, but they just seemed to sit down. There was just total hatred and Anna 
I'd had a discussion with him and, I, and it's like, what? And he even said to her, like, what's he got? He's got the fuck got to do with you. You sit down. And, and Anna's uh, just like, some of the shit, she's still fucking totally oblivious to the fact that she's playing over and Jordan now. And, and she's doing, I think she's stepped over what Michael's done. It, because she's and she's trying to say like, I don't understand it these people I just don't get it and I'm like fucking hell if you don't get it and you're doing it well how the fuck are we supposed to get it as the audience you know it, it- yeah I mean I'd, I'd sort of talked about this yesterday I mean, the big difference between what Anna's done and what Michael's done is the way Michael's aggressively gone after Amber up until tonight right he'd gone way over the line He'd never actually just apologized. He'd never actually just come out and said, look, this is shit. I've just connected with someone better, you know, and I feel like longer term, we've got more of a chance of making it. You know, but in in that brutal recoupling, you know, you think Amber's walked in there all smiley-faced and everything. She's not only sort of had the rug pulled from under her, She's then been attacked. It's like, well, we've we've split up because basically you've been like this and you've done this and I've had to bite my lip. And so that is the biggest difference. I do think I'm not absolving Anna of whatever game she's playing. And, you know, I don't like the fact that she's dishing out all of the, well, you know, the, the mightier than thou, holier than thou, sorry, mixing my metaphors again. Acer will be on that one. So... I think that is the biggest difference. Yeah. I, no, I, I think that's a fair fair sort of argument to that. I, I think one thing I would say that I wasn't very happy with Michael was when they had that discussion was Amber, all of a sudden, and this is where I think she's influenced by Anna a lot because I think she's actually quite a nice girl when she's not with Anna. When she's with her, this, this whole attitude just comes up and seems like she's playing a character. Is mm. She was too submissive with, with everything that was going on. She was too... She basically admitted that everything Michael has said was completely his fault. And I don't think he's blameless at, at all. But she literally was saying, oh, I'm too difficult because I don't do this. I don't open. I'm thinking, well, when he went into, when she went to Casa Amor, they were as strong as they can be. They were even stronger than Molly and Tommy. So I don't understand what more she could do. She'd opened up to him. They'd had a little spat at one point and the whole time they were on side as a couple. But they were solid. They were, they were ready. I don't understand what she'd done wrong, to be honest. Well, again, I, I, I'm going to make a, a slight excuse for her and, and say, look, she's 20. So, you know, initially, and, and we'd said from, from, let's say, last week, we've seen clips of her where she's been pretty horrible, to be honest. And, you know, just you can see where Michael's built up that perception. And, and they're obviously, you know, living and breathing it 24 hours a day. But you can see why he feels like he has to bite his lip. But since then, apart from the odd catty comment where she, you know she's just lashing out i don't think you can fault her to be honest no, i mean no, especially no. tonight and and that kind of submissive stuff she's gone she's gone off the offensive and i think part of the reason she was on the offensive was she did not want michael to know how much she's been hurt and tonight you know we saw that sweeter side again and she was being overly submissive and and but again I, I don't you know michael kind of apologized but he didn't apologize for attacking her he just apologized for recoupling and for me it, the i'm going to say it chris the recoupling is what it is right it's his behavior from that and so you can see and again same with amy you, you 
your heart breaks a little bit, to be honest, because you can see how much she is hurting. And yeah. in that dinner date with Ovi, you know, you got this big hunky bloke and, you know, but all she can think about is Michael. But I have to say, I thought it was a strange choice when she said to him, who have you got your eye on? Joanna. And it's like, are you fucking yeah. kidding me? <laughs> it's like yeah. the, the girl who she probably, and I know she, she said like, she's a nice girl, but deep down she must still fucking hate her guts because of what, you know, the situation she's part of there. So I thought fucking hell over. You could have said anyone there. Yeah. And I thought, to be honest, the obvious thing was to say, well, to be honest, you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that would have made more sense. You can put, I completely agree. I've, I was totally left field because what made me laugh is Anna and Jordan had alluded to on the, the balcony that they were going to kiss and she did stop herself, but she obviously wanted to. And then when they were there and, and he told Amber who, who he was going to, you know, he was interested in Joanna. And then Anna's pulling the face and I'm like, well, How? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, though. I mean, look, Jordan's on his operation, Anna. And and kind of good luck to him. I think his behavior has been exemplary. You could say, well, maybe not because he's going after someone that she knows is coupled up. But you know what? It's Love Island, so it's all pretty much fair game. But, I mean, Anna is a lot more conflicted than I thought she'd be, to be honest. And, you know, he was obviously, he's putting on his moves there. When he gets a text, you know, you can take anyone for a date. I expected he'd probably invite Anna, but I didn't fucking expect her to say yes and jump, leap up from the side of the pool quite so quick. She's like a fucking ballerina, wasn't she? Wait, sleep. <laughs> She's fucking prancing across the pool, wasn't she? <laughs> like a fucking jack in the box. She's yeah. just like, bing, yeah, of course I'm on a date. Not even acknowledging Ovi or anything like that. So, I mean, he he was as cool as a newt, wasn't he? You know, considering that, that situation. So, you know, and I'm glad. I thought Amber was going to take Michael, and I'm pretty sure that's what she wanted to speak to Anna about. But I'm really glad she didn't, and uh, I think it worked out well. But I mean, at the minute, it looks like Anna's probably leaning towards Jordan a bit more than Ovi. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> if it happens, it happens. And also, it should teach her a lesson for getting on a high horse at some of the guys she's attacked, because that's what Love Island's about. Is exactly that what you've said? Now. Dave, talk about a segue in and mine and your understanding of not knowing women very well. We've actually had a review sent in, Dave, by a fan. Okay, so... A fan? (laughs) (laughs) No, we like like transparency. We're completely open, me and you. We we understand the whole concepts of this show. We're going to get people maybe not agreeing with us. Now, this one's entitled LOL. They've given us a one out of five review, Dave, which is fair enough. That's their opinion. And it reads, LOL, listening to this podcast makes it abundantly clear these guys do not understand women. And the thing is, Chris, I recognize who that's from. So that is from Z89258. And that's my ex-wife, that is. (laughs) (laughs) I think she might be right. (laughs) Dave, I've been buddy for 20 years and I still don't understand women. So I think that review is absolutely (laughs) on the money. So thank you very much for that review. Now, Dave, have we got any more reviews? We do actually have a couple of of slightly more flattering ones than that. So (laughs) one of the other ones. So it says, "Top uh, Top Love Island pod. They actually say what they think and not what they are told to say, like the official one. 
And that's from Dan Hall 76. So thanks very much, Dan. Any others, Chris? Yeah, this one's entitled Great Views. And it simply says, I don't know how they do it, but all of their predictions have been smacked out for a six. They're bang on. Must be using Ovi's cricket bats. <laughs> Hilarious and straight talking, I highly recommend. And that's by Will Plank. So thank you, Mr. <laughs> Plank. I do appreciate that. We both do. Keep the reviews coming, guys, because we just love reading them and obviously reading them out to you too. Now, Dave, what a great episode. Again, Sunday nights can't come quick enough. Where can everyone catch us, Dave, if you want to interact with us on social media or email the show? Well, you can get us on Twitter at Love Island Cast, or you can email the show at theloveislandcast at gmail.com. Great stuff. Dave, it's been an amazing episode. Thanks, everyone, again. Let's go into another week. Let's hope that hell breaks loose as we approach in the back end of Love Island. What have you got for us, mate? Well, it is great to have you back, Chris. And as Noel Gallagher once sang, it's good to be back. He, of course, ripped that off Gary Glitter, who said, that's not my PC. (laughs) 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 (laughs)